Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Brush with Brit, your dental hygiene bestie. <laughs> I, of course, um, have gone over a month and did not make a podcast and today on my Instagram, somebody asked me when the heck I was going to do another episode and I promised I would make one today. So here I am. Uh, I don't have anything like specific that I'm going to talk about. Like usually I I will have one or two things that I am like really going to be focusing on. But in this episode, I just wanted to chit chat with you guys and let you guys know about a couple things that have been going on in my life and um, that I am still learning as a hygienist. I think in my last episode, I was almost to my one year um anniversary of being a working clinical dental hygienist. So now it's been about a year and almost one month um, so that I've been practicing dental hygiene and I'm still every day learning new things and um, just getting a feel for what my career holds. So um, I believe last time in my podcast, I was still kind of feeling just a little overwhelmed and overworked um, at the moment. And I am still some days feeling that way. It definitely like comes and goes. Some days are easier than others. And then sometimes I'm just completely exhausted by the time that I get home. And um, part of it does have to do with my drive to work. So when I originally started in October of 2020, um, traffic here in San Diego was like non-existent and it was not a thing and so my drive was maybe 25 minutes um but now since a lot of things most things are wide open again um my drive has just gotten so bad on Fridays it can sometimes take an hour for me to get to and from work and that part of it is just really exhausting and it takes up a lot of my day you know if I'm spending almost two hours in the car um, I, I get home and it's just like I can't even go work out I mean I could go work out but I just don't have it in me I I plan on it like the mornings of um like on Fridays I'll be like okay I'm gonna go to the gym today after work And then after work comes and I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to the gym today. I'm so tired. All I want to do is go home. Even if that means sitting in traffic, I just want to get home. Like I'm so tired. So um, that's just been a really big struggle for me. And um, also, you know, my office is very big and I just really want to be able to provide like the best quality care for my patients and um, I want to have enough time to go over thorough oral hygiene instructions and um, I I will always review medical history and take blood pressure on my patients and I it takes up time you know all the little tiny things we do takes up a lot of time um, so it's just been kind of building on me and building over time like I can't run at 110% every single day. Like when I first started, you know, I was so excited and so just like ready to go and 
wanted to be everywhere at one time and I was just running back and forth helping as much as I possibly could in sterilization and it was always in the back of my head that like I need to go help in there like I can't just be one of those hygienists who just sits around and doesn't do anything so I would just be on the go on the go from the time I clocked in to the time I clocked out it was like a sprint all day um And so now I'm to the point where I'm like, I can't be dismissing my patients like 10 minutes or 15 minutes to the mark because I'm thinking about helping in sterilization. My priority are, is my patients. And, um, I have to think about the way I would want to be treated as a patient and I would be so just thankful for my hygienist taking as much time as she can or he can to clean my teeth and to clean the little extra little spots that you see if you blow air and it turns chalky white and you know I would appreciate those things as a patient and even if the patient isn't aware of it that's the type of quality of care I want to provide and I should be providing and so um Anyways, it's just it's just been hard with all the the timing that COVID takes up to um, the COVID screening questions and taking their temperature and all of those things. Sorry, I do have water and I know it gets annoying that I have to drink it, but my freaking throat gets so dry when I do these podcasts. Um, but so I have been kind of um because I have Wednesdays off. So I've been looking at offices just to see what else is out there. And if there's anywhere that I can like fill my Wednesdays with just to kind of like get a feeler of, of what else is out there and, and to switch it up, you know, like I don't want to leave my office. I absolutely adore my office and, um, I've been there for a year now and everybody I work with is great and all of those things. Um, but unfortunately the drive is getting to me and um I'm not leaving whatsoever but I just want to see what other offices are like and I did temp when I first started as a hygienist and those offices were not great. <laughs> so I do get very nervous even with the thought of um trying out a new office like on my Wednesdays. I don't know, like it just scares me to be in something new. I very much love like the same routine every day same type of thing I know where everything's at I know what to do I know what the doctor expects of me like I like to be in that type of area in my life (laughs) I don't like a lot of change so this has been kind of interesting to me so um, I did do a couple like phone interviews just talking to a couple offices and telling them that I would like to like work on Wednesdays or whatever and um, so one office manager legit told me she said you know it's a, a new thing that you new hygienists are asking for an hour and a half for SRP and I and I said, oh, that's that's a new thing? Like, I didn't, I was unaware of that because that's how, I mean, even when I practice as an assistant at offices, that's how it was, an hour and a half for half a mouth of SRP. And, and she said, no, that's, that's a new thing the new hygienists are asking for. I've been in the industry for whatever it was, 20 plus years. And 
Um, so here at our office, you have one hour for half a mouth of SRP. And I think it's really important when you're a new hygienist to make sure that you are confident in speaking up for yourself and your practices. You cannot be afraid of a doctor or a front office or office manager, you have to just be okay with speaking up. And that is something that I am still getting confident with. I've always had my mouth. (laughs) I've always had a loud mouth, um, but I still do sometimes hold back when I shouldn't. And there's also times where I should hold back um, when I don't. So you just have to find that balance. But also when you're doing interviews, you have to be willing to say, this is how I practice and this is why. And so when she told me that, I said, okay, I I understand that your practice um, is used to that and that's how you guys run. But I just want you to know that I practice differently because I feel that each patient is a different case. They're not all the same. And to me, I have found that some patients' calculus pops right off and I have no problem getting it off. Others, it's tenacious as hell and it doesn't matter how much I muscle up, I cannot get that calc off of those teeth and I have to leave residuals behind and I make a note of it and come back to it at the next visit. And this means that some of my appointments should be able to be one hour, an hour and a half, or two hours. Um, And I think as a hygienist, it's important to be able to have um, that variety and the, what do you call that? Um, Obligation? No, not obligation. (laughs) But you should be able to pick what your patients get. And the dentists are not normally the ones doing the cleaning. So I just sometimes don't, no, not sometimes. I just don't think that it's fair for a dentist to dictate what, time the patient needs um, if they aren't the ones doing the cleaning and feeling that calculus and knowing how hard it is to get off and it's also like we're the ones that are going to be providing that care and what kind of care do you want to provide to your patients like if you're not okay with an hour for half a mouth then you need to speak up for yourself if you are okay with that then by all means like that's on you like good for you maybe you're really fast and I'm just I'm just not um but we have to be able to understand that each hygienist is going to be different and it's not fair to put everybody in this box and expect the same things from all of us especially over the years like of course there's going to be change all like every year there's going to be somebody that practices something differently and you have to be open to that it's never going to be the same as dentistry was 20 years ago um so I thought that was really interesting and and I definitely felt like she was very nice and um listened to me and what I had to say so I didn't end up Um, doing a like temp or I didn't end up doing like a working interview for Wednesdays so um, just because of pretty much pretty much the only thing was was that um, for that office it was just I didn't I didn't want to do SRPs um, in an hour and and I love SRPs I love doing SRPs it's like one of my favorite things to do if I could do at least one a day I would do it and I think I feel confident in my skills and I think that 
I'm a good hygienist and I am not slow. I don't think I'm slow. So I don't know. It just was really, really interesting to me. And and some offices have 45-minute profies, which is okay if you have help elsewhere, like doing other things. But if I am a hygienist by myself, I have no help, I have no assistant, um, a 45-minute profi is just not going to do it for me. Of course, for some patients, yeah, you can do it in 45 minutes or even sometimes even less. But it's, again, it's like a case-to-case basis. So if you're just, not every patient is going to be 45 minutes, you know? It's just like, I don't know, it's so challenging. And there's a lot of offices out there that are like that and expect you... Um, to do less time for production and at the end of the day too it's going to take a toll on your body it's going to take a toll on your neck and your hips and your shoulders and your back and your wrists and your hands Um, so to me it's not worth me I want to be a hygienist for a long time I want to have a long long career and um, I'm not willing to compromise not only my quality of care but also my body um, for shorter appointments so The other thing I found interesting at another office was um, I asked if they took blood pressure and they said no, which wasn't a shocker to me. Um, I know and I'm fully aware that most offices do not check blood pressure. Um, But again, I did did speak up for myself and I did say that uh, as a new hygienist, I have been taught to take blood pressure at every appointment and that includes even the profies. I know that there is some pushback about this from patients but I am willing to have those tough conversations of why we're taking their blood pressure. And um, th- this was a different a different office, and they understood and they heard me out, and um, they definitely said like you can do you can go ahead and like take blood pressure if you'd like and all this stuff. And I did feel like I would have some type of support in doing it. Um, but it's definitely, definitely hard. Like it's not just going to come easy, especially if an office has patients that have been there for years and years and years, and you've never taken their blood pressure. They're going to be like, why are you taking my blood pressure? Um, so, but that's, see, that's where we need to change because just because you haven't done something over the years for a patient does not mean that you shouldn't change it and do it now. Um, and especially if you're a practice that has a lot of older patients, you should definitely be checking their blood pressure at that time. You know, if they if they're older and they they're taking medications and all of these things, I mean, you should be checking it. I check at the age of eighteen and up, and I check every single appointment and I am like I I'm very consistent with it so my patients are used to getting their blood pressure taken which creates a good habit like they're just used to it and it's normal for them to get their blood pressure taken at a dental office but a lot of these older offices didn't practice it so now they got their patients in this habit of not having their blood pressure taken at a dental office and they don't expect it and they don't want it and they're going to fight back on it and they're not going to understand when you give them a medical clearance because you've never checked their blood pressure but Sally's been walking around with 160 over 100 
for the past five years and you haven't been checking it. So now they need a medical clearance and they are so mad because you never gave them one and you were never checking their blood pressure before. And now all of a sudden they can't be seen. So it's like definitely really difficult. I, um, I get it. Like, but I also, that's just the way I want to practice. Like, and I'm telling you guys, like when I've had these patients that have come back to me and thanked me for taking their vitals and checking their blood pressure, that means the world to me. And that's the kind of care I want to provide to my patients. Like it takes me 30 seconds to a minute to take someone's blood pressure and you can save a life. (laughs) You can literally save someone's life by checking their blood pressure for them. And how easy is it to do? Um, so that that's something that is challenging um, and will be for years and years because we have to change the way people think about dental offices because a lot of us think of it separate. Like we think of dentistry is not connected to a medical office. So that's why there's a lot of these conceptions about taking blood pressure and reviewing medical history, which is another thing that I um, do notice that not all hygienists will review medical history. And I think that it's a point that is missed a lot. Um, I mean, in school, we had to go through the entire everything, every single time, the whole um, medical history form, every single appointment. And then you get out there in the real world and nobody's asking what medications are you taking? What allergies do you have? What surgeries have you had? Do you need a pre-med? Like not, nobody's asking that. You know, you go to these offices and nothing is said. You sit the patient down and you start working. And it's like, what? Like how come they didn't teach us that in school? I definitely feel that like our school did not prepare us for... Um, the pushback of things that will arise once you get into the real world. Once you see that dental offices aren't changing um, the handpiece for every single patient, they're just wiping it down when it's actually supposed to be autoclaved. You will see that so much in dentistry and you are not prepared for it. You're just like, nobody told me that was a thing. Like in school, you're taught to autoclave your handpiece after every single patient and then it doesn't happen and you're like, well, what am I going to do? And you're stuck because you don't know if you should speak up for yourself or not because that's not the right protocol. Um, so it's just stuff like that, that I feel like our schools should be preparing us for, and they should teach us how to go about handling those situations and what we should do because you're left on your own for that. And you just have to figure it out and you have to learn how to talk to these office managers and these doctors about things that you didn't know that you would have to bring up and you have to always keep reminding yourself that you are a licensed dental professional and you have a license to protect and you could end up in court for some of these things if things were to happen, unfortunately. So you just have to be all of a sudden like you're liable for things and like you weren't taught how to deal with certain situations. Um, And sometimes even like with getting some offices will take away your lunch or make you clock out if a patient cancels or things like that. And, and nobody taught you what to do. 
So it's just pretty interesting. I'm still still learning a lot of things and learning how to speak up for myself and all of that. But, um, you know, going through all these different offices has been very interesting. <laughs> um, so just some like new things that have been happening in my life because I know on here that I um, talk to you guys a little bit more about my personal life than I do on um, like Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. So I told you guys last time that I finally got a couch, which I was super excited about. Um, now I got a dining table and chairs, which I'd never had before. I literally would just eat on the floor or, I know this is disgusting, but I would eat on my bed and, um, at my old, at my old casita. Um, so I have a dining table and chairs and I'm so happy to just have furniture. And now I'm looking at, um, getting a new, bed frame and a new mattress and I want to get like cute matching nightstands and then I also need I always forget the name of it um it's like the thing I don't know I guess it would be called like a media media stand or console or something like that like under the tv um so I'm looking at getting one of those I haven't mounted my tv so my tv is still on the flipping floor which has almost been I moved here in February, so almost a year. <laughs> my TV's been on the floor and it really needs to be mounted, but I want to buy like my um, media console thing first um, so I know where to like line it up. So there's that. And um, I do have the bed frame picked out, but I haven't ordered it yet. And then I'm also going to get a chair for my bedroom, which I want like a really really cute one but I just can't pick a color because I'm so indecisive like with colors I feel like I get really bored um like with I don't know just any color with like bed stuff with bathroom stuff I get bored so fast uh so I need to pick a color for that um and I'm not really sure how to go about picking a color but I have the chair picked out but yeah, so there's that, and um, I'm coming up on a, a year in February of living here, and I freaking love living here. Um, it's my first apartment I've ever had, and I also got to see my mom. Um, we got to meet up in Encinitas in San Diego, and we went to this cool place called Candles on Tap, and you make your own candles, so if you guys are ever like in Encinitas, I highly recommend um, going there and making your own candle. It's so fun and it's so cute. And, um, oh, 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 okay. Big news, you guys. So next year I am planning some pretty big stuff and I'm actually really excited. I, I want to do a meetup. Like I want to do like a dental, like friend meetup thing, um, here in San Diego. And I will be most likely planning that with Nicole, which if you follow me on Instagram, um, she is uh, SD Dental Fill-In. So she helps train offices. She helps recruit um, people for offices. She helps others like find jobs. She has a dental board. She has all kinds of stuff. She's so freaking amazing. I love her. And um, so we might be working together to do like a meetup type of thing so we can all just like 
like get together and talk about dental hygiene and our lives and where we come from and just like get to know each other and network and all that. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping to do it around my birthday sometime. So next year I will be turning 30. Oh, <laughs> so weird. So weird. Um, But I will be turning 30 next year. So I want to kind of do it like around my birthday at some point. Um, and then I have a new, um, I'm so excited. I have a new oral health company that I'm working for, um, which I am so, so excited. And I like am seriously teary eyed just thinking about it because it's, um, I am just really thankful for it. And, um, I worked really hard. And so this means a lot to me and it's something that, I love and it will be so easy for me to make content about because it's just already my favorite so it doesn't matter <laughs> so it's just that's really exciting um January if you guys this this is your guys's okay nobody else is gonna hear this except you guys so um if you haven't already sign up for the RDH magazine the subscription is free. It has a ton of dental hygiene information every single month. It's an awesome magazine. Um, so hint, hint, I'm just telling you, sign up for the RDH magazine. Okay? Okay. <laughs> um, next year, I also plan on going to the CDA in Anaheim. And I also plan on going to the RDH Under One Roof. So I have a lot of things planned for next year and I am stoked. It's going to be so fun. Um, I have another thing coming up for December that I'm excited about, but definitely next year is going to be awesome for me. I definitely can like feel it coming. I don't know. It's so weird, but I just want to say thank you guys um, for supporting me so much. You know, I... I created, I always, I feel like at the end of each episode, I always do this, but like, I just have to, like, I just appreciate you guys so much. And, um, I always try to reply to my DMs and get back to you guys. And, um, I hope that my content is helpful, encouraging, makes you laugh, makes you smile, something, you know, that's just what I want to put out there. And, uh, I really just want to help this, um, generation of new high hygienists and dental professionals and everybody just come together and really become a healthcare team and just provide the best quality care that we can for our patients and um, help those in need and all of those things. You know, I, I am just very, very thankful for everything that has come my way and everywhere that I'm going. So I thank you so much for listening to this and, um, the podcast has been growing and seeing how many people are listening to episodes is so awesome. Makes me so excited and to have people wondering if I'm going to be making another episode is just so cool. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys so much and I hope you have a fabulous week. If you guys ever need anything, please reach out to me. Uh, I'm the best to contact on Instagram DMs or um, by email. That is the best way. And email is brushwithbrit at gmail.com. Instagram is brushwithbrit. TikTok is brushwithbrit. And eventually, I'm going to make a YouTube. Eventually. <laughs> so look out for that.
Um, I hope you guys have a great day. I love you all so much. And I will definitely be making another episode in January. So I mean, I'm sorry, in November. So stay tuned.